Welcome to the Newson Health Menopause Podcast. I'm Dr. Louise Newson, a GP and menopause specialist, and I run the Newson Health Menopause and Wellbeing Centre here in Stratford-upon-Avon. So in this week's podcast, I decided to bring back into my clinic Dr. Rebecca Lewis, who is a great friend, mentor to me, and also she's a GP with a special interest in the menopause. She's also uh, one of the clinical directors here with me at my clinic in Stratford-upon-Avon. So we thought we would actually go back to the basics a bit in this podcast and talk very openly about HRT, hormone replacement therapy, what it is, the different types, the different doses, and just really start with some very simple messages about HRT. So welcome, Rebecca. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's lovely to be here. (laughs) So we're both coming here on a Saturday morning because we both work so much during the week, we never really get to talk to each other. So we decided to have a little oasis of time away from the the stress of clinic. Very nice it is too. (laughs) So HRT, it's three letters. Mm. Just talk us through. So HRT, hormone replacement therapy, can come in various guises, pills, patches, gels. And so it can be quite confusing for women, really, where to start with HRT. I mean, traditionally, the old-fashioned HRT really was an oral tablet, which Mm. combined usually oestrogen and progesterone. But we've moved on since then and are now using transdermal oestrogen because of the benefits. So that's through the skin, which means through the skin, exactly. So oestrogen, that's one of the most important hormones, isn't it, in our body? Yes, I mean, when we enter the menopause, what happens basically is uh, we become oestrogen deficient. Mm. So it's like a blood problem. There's not enough oestrogen within the blood getting all around the body. So we have uh, numerous symptoms in different parts of the body because of the lack of oestrogen in the main. So oestrogen is produced by our ovaries mainly, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So the ovaries fails, Mm. which is normal and natural. And when it stops working, you know, we become menopausal. And as a result, the estrogen levels fluctuate to start and then decline. Mm. Um, But also testosterone levels will fall because funnily enough, the estrogen is not the only hormone the ovary produces, but it produces testosterone and produces more testosterone than estrogen. Which is very interesting, isn't Mm. it? So Mm. testosterone, everyone thinks is the male hormone Mm. and estrogen, the female hormone. Yeah, men do produce some estrogen and women produce more testosterone than oestrogen from the ovary yeah absolutely. from the ovary so I never knew that until a few years ago nor did I that was well, a completely we would never learn that in biology lessons at school no. and I certainly didn't learn it in any classes no. or lectures no. it's or a new a new thing for me no. as well yeah. yeah yeah so testosterone and and so they get produced by the ovaries But it's not just about our reproductive tracts, is it, that these hormones are important for? Like you say, they go in our bloodstream. That's right. And is there anywhere in our body that they don't affect? I can't think of anywhere it doesn't affect. I think that's a better way of saying it. Where don't they get to? And I can't think of anywhere. So the brain, the skin, the heart, the bowel, the vagina, the joints, the bones. Yes. Everywhere. Our hair, Hair, even our nails. Yes, skin, nails. Eyes. quite something yes. um, I can't mm. think of many other hormones that affect 
us in so many ways um, and affect every cell because we've got cells that respond. So we? essential for us to function. Mm. That's right. And it's a bit like um, other hormones that we know or a lot of people would have heard of things like um, or hormones such as insulin mm. or thyroxine mm. Mm. or adrenaline, our fight and flight hormone. Yeah. These are all yeah. hormones. They're just messengers, aren't they, that yeah. find the cells that they respond to and then they there's certain processes that and take functions. place, functions yeah. in, in mm. the cells that yeah. have important bodily functions, don't they? That's right, yes. Um, so that's why without them, yeah. it can be really hard to function. Totally. Not just mentally, but physically and yeah. physiologically as well. Yes, isn't it? yeah. I mean, women will know that, that their concentration decreases, their memory, they can't get the right word, mm. they get stuck in the middle of a sentence, they can't remember what they were talking about. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very difficult to work in that, with that sort of uh, problem. Yes. You know, and the physical symptoms, the, the muscle aches and the fatigue. Yes. And we've all been tired. We're used to being feeling tired. But it's deeper than that, is it's sort of bone tired, if you mm, like. Very So different. walking up a flight of stairs, yes. exhausted at the top, yes. your muscles, your thighs are aching mm. because you're aching everywhere. Yes, can't, without having can't exercise. Yeah. yeah, without these hormones, this is what happens. Yes. Yeah. So, so HRT's been around for a long time, hasn't mm, it? For decades. Mm, yeah. And yeah. when it was first came out really the most popular type a lot of people have heard of premarin or prempac c yeah and that yeah. contains conjugated equine estrogens they're called mm. so explain mm. where are they from so it's a bit of a mouthful isn't it but that's um, equine is from the horse so it's yes. from mares pregnant mares urine yeah uh, contained estrogen so it's made from that so that's where the which is quite bizarre in from. some ways but there are lots of estrogens in that urine that yes. gets converted into tablets and yes. um some of them, obviously, we don't need. Some yeah. of them have been shown to be very beneficial. And some of the yeah. early research really showed a benefit, didn't it, for yes. women and women's health as mm. well. So not mm. just for improving symptoms, mm. but for reducing future risk of really important diseases such as heart disease and osteoporosis. Yeah. Um, so most women who are perimenopausal or menopausal mm. benefit from having some estrogen, don't they? Oh, completely. Oestrogen returns their function in all yes. your cells all throughout the body. So most people will feel much better yes. on, on some oestrogen. But there's different doses and there's mm. different types, aren't mm. there? So and that's you, important. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you say, well, obviously, like you say initially the tablets, but we tend not to prescribe much oestrogen as tablets anymore, don't we, we? We don't really, because there are side effects that are unwanted with oral estrogen Mm. it's metabolized goes into the gut and it's metabolized by the liver and as a result of that metabolism it increases clotting factors which increases our risk um, slightly of blood clot thrombosis in the calves or stroke things like that so it's much better if we can avoid that to use the estrogen through the skin, mm. the transdermal approach, as it's called. It really is just giving estrogen as a patch or a gel, which is rubbed onto the skin. It's absorbed through the skin, straight into the blood vessels on the skin. It's taken around the body, straight into the bloodstream. And it's, it's not clever, changed. It? It's so clever. Yeah. It's not changed because even the estrogen yeah. orally is changed. Yes, because it has to be it, digested and metabolized right. and broken down. That's right. It? So what comes out at the end is nowhere near what goes in 
no. in the mouth. Yes. Um, so there's different. Ty- there's a couple of different manufacturers we use, aren't there, of gels? Yes. So they're just different yes. consistencies. Yes. So some women yes. find that sometimes the gel floats on their skin and doesn't get yes. rubbed in very well. And, yes. And some women tell me they walk around naked from their bedroom for an hour and waiting for it to dry. Well, if they're doing that, it's they not should really working use something well, shouldn't they? Yeah, they should. So there's two different makes, mainly of gels um, in the UK, that, that is. And then the patches, there's different patches. Um, mm. Some last, well, they change twice a week, don't they? Also, right. There are some yes. that are a week, but we tend to use the twice a week ones, don't we? We, we tend to use twice a week because that contains just oestrogen. Mm. And uh, we can then, if the dose isn't right, we can increase the dose. It gives us a lovely flexibility. Yes. Because there's not one dose for all. No. It's and I think that's about the really important, mm. isn't it? Mm. So, Oh, completely. I have people who come to the clinic and they're on HRT, but they don't feel well. No. And um, they say it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And that, yes. thank goodness they have come because a lot of women will just give up on it. Think, yeah. well, it doesn't work. There's no point taking it. But actually, the reason it's not working is because they're not on the right dose Yes, and that's really key. I was listening to a podcast recently Mm. and someone was talking about side effects of HRT and someone said, well, one of the side effects, of course, is hot flushes. And I thought, this isn't a side effect. They're not having enough dose. Exactly. Um, Exactly. And younger women often need higher doses, don't they? Yeah, totally. And that can throw some people and some doctors would be... cautious and concerned about that but not at all our requirements we have more eastern receptor cells at a younger age we need more estrogen to maintain function yes because all we're trying to do is replace aren't we that's all it is certainly in younger women Mm. we're just replacing what their body should otherwise be producing yeah it's restoring Um, back to the natural normal state yeah Yeah. and we do um, often in the clinic do estrogen blood tests to make sure that they are being absorbed and that they're an adequate level to improve symptoms Mm. so if someone is still struggling then it is worth talking to your doctor or nurse about possibly changing the dose or sometimes changing the type and there's some people yes, yes. feel okay-ish on a gel but still having symptoms then we give them a patch and they obviously absorb it more efficiently through yes, the skin right. wow I feel so much better or vice yes. versa then correct so, yes exactly and some people we use combination don't we of patches and gels because some people like to have the steady level of the estrogen from the patches and then mm. when mm. they especially when they're perimenopause or if they have a yes. dip before their period yes they can use some gel then. I find that really useful. Mm. A lot of ladies feel that bit worse the few days before yes. they don't know the period. And topping up with a couple of extra pumps of yes. gel really does help yeah. stop those symptoms. So it's really important, and we know from research that women who still have some vasomotor symptoms, so flushes, sweats, despite mm. being on oestrogen, have an increased risk of heart disease and osteoporosis, mm. don't they? That's so right. some women say to me, well, I've reduced from having 20 flushes a day to eight, so I'm, I'm doing really well. Yes. I'm saying, no, but you've, we've got to... We want zero. Zero, yeah. because of your future health. Yes. Um, yes. So it's a bit, I always say to them, it's a bit like if you were diabetic, it's not good enough for your sugars to be lower but still on the high side we want yes. them completely normal yeah and that's it's right the same analogy isn't it? it completely it's a good analogy that it's, it's being completely optimized if you like yes yes yeah. so and yeah. and sometimes people find with time they need slightly more yeah. and then sometimes as they get older they need slightly less don't they so yes usually the requirements say after the age of 60 yes. on average mm. um women can often decrease their 
amount of estrogen they're yes. using because they don't need as much. No, that's, that's right. And, and the guidelines certainly a few years ago used to be use the lowest dose for the shortest length of time. And mm. we know that's wrong, don't yeah. we? It's important yeah. to have enough. It really yes. is important. Yes. And also the guidelines are very clear. We can continue in mm. the long term. So. That's right. It is important to have enough because we're not only taking it for our quality of life, we're taking it to protect our future yes. health and yeah. to ensure we've got an adequate levels to maximise the benefits on the heart and the bones. Yes, which yeah. is really important. And we've spoken at length over the past few months really about letting women think about the menopause as a hormone deficiency status. So it's yes. a female hormone deficiency yeah. that we will never get those hormones back mm. unless we take them. Yeah. So even if we, our symptoms had completely gone, mm. Once we stop HRT, then we're exposing ourselves to an increased risk of really important conditions that increase as we get older, such as, we've already said, heart disease, diabetes, uh, dementia, osteoporosis, even depression. Mm. Women who Mm. are untreated have Mm. an increased risk of depression. So it's important to think about why you Mm. possibly aren't taking it, really. Yes. And then there's other hormones out there. So you've mentioned about progesterone. So when would a woman need to take a progesterone? So, yes, the reason we give progesterone is if a woman has a womb, oestrogen on its own would solve a lot of their menopausal symptoms and help their future health, but it would cause thickening of the lining of the womb, which, if left, could go on to something called a hyperplasia, Mm. which, if left a bit longer, and, you know, could a small percentage could go on to something more sinister, like an endometrial cancer. So that's if they have oestrogen only on their own with a womb. So we don't do that, That's right. So So we don't want that, of course. So we give a progesterone to keep the lining of the womb thin. Yes, Um, and that stops the risk of cancer. So there's no risk of womb cancer if someone has progesterone as As long as they're taking the progesterone if they have a womb. And how's that given then? So, well, we tend to give it as a tablet Mm. because we want a body-identical type of progesterone. For several reasons. Number one, it's as it sounds, it's exactly the same as our progesterone we produce in our own bodies. So the body likes it, it sees it as self, it doesn't look at it as a foreign hormone coming into the body. It works on the receptors beautifully and it replicates a woman's physiology, which is what hormone replacement therapy is all about. The closer you can mimic the natural, normal, state of a woman's physiology the better and the less likely to have side effects much less likely to have side effects Mm. because some people the old-fashioned progesterones particularly in the tablets they can cause a lot of side effects such as bloating low flat mood irritability Um, and women can feel really quite dreadful yes. and a few can feel phenomenally unwell yes. with these type of progesterone. So it's really important to get a progesterone that's going to be much less likely to yeah. cause these problems. So the micronized progesterone right. is this body identical, body identical. one yeah. and we give it usually as a capsule. It's a little yes. oral capsule, yes. isn't it? You take orally at night time yes. because yes. it can cause some sedation, which is yeah. quite a nice side which effect. Which is good because a lot of people can't sleep. It's mm. one of the effects um, of menopause. And there's different ways of taking it. So if a woman's perimenopausal still having some periods mm. we often give it in a cyclical way so they have it for two out of four weeks yeah. to help really regulate their periods that's so right and doing it in that pattern they should have a nice regular light period going forwards mm. and the other important thing to say about the micronized progesterone is just because it's oral it is still perfectly safe in terms of blood clot yes um, and it's not metabolized to anything that will harm the body which is very important to know because some of the older progesterones that are like you say in some mm. of the combination tablets there's a sm- it's only a small risk but 
there is still a risk of clot and heart disease and mm. stroke with taking those as well. And this whole breast cancer risk that yes. everyone is concerned, understandably, about seems to be associated with the older types of progesterones more yes, than the newer micronized progesterone, doesn't it? Definitely, yeah. So it's, it's kinder to the breast, we think. Yes. Um, we've had some interesting research saying that actually one research showed that five years of taking this progesterone, mm. they had no increased, no increased risk, risk of breast cancer, which is really Which positive. is really exciting. And mm. even after that five years, the yeah. risk was lower than yes. with the older types yeah, of progesterone. That's right. That's right. But I must add, even with the older types of progesterone, the risk is still very low. Yes. A woman, for example, who's overweight or drinks moderate amounts of alcohol has a far higher future risk of breast cancer exactly. than taking that yeah. as well. Exactly. So the oestrogen... Patchel gel seems to be the best. Yeah. Um, better absorbed, no risk of clot. The natural micronized progesterone as an oral capsule. Mm. Now, they're made not from horse's urine, aren't they? What no, are they they're, from? they're from the, the, the root vegetable, the yam. The yam, yes. Mm. But you can't eat yams. Well, you can eat yams, of course you can, but you can't eat enough to, no, uh, to replace, that. replace your hormones. Yeah. So that makes them very natural, yes. which I yes. think is really important. We all want to know... The source, source of what we yeah. have. Yeah. But these are regulated, licensed products. Some women, though, still can't tolerate the progesterone, can they? It can still, even yeah. the natural micronized progesterone, people sometimes find that it makes them feel very low in their mood, very withdrawn, yeah. very yes. not themselves. Yes. So that we you can so use there are other, other ways. Yeah, right other ways here. we can use it. So the beauty of the oral tablet it can be inserted into the vagina and much less will get into the bloodstream then Mm. so that often helps a lot of women and they can tolerate it then and you would need half the dose of the oral which tablet. is good, isn't it? Yeah. So, so, well, yeah, so studies have shown that 45 milligrams, which the dose of the capsules is 100, so roughly half each day, protects the lining of the womb. Yeah. So we often say one capsule vaginally every other evening, don't That's we? That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. This isn't licensed. No. We explain to our patients it's off license, but there does seem to be enough evidence to support it. And certainly, I'm sure you're the same, if a woman doesn't have any bleeding and they're using this, then that's very reassuring, isn't it? Yes, definitely. Women who start HRT often do experience some bleeding. It can Mm. be very common, can't it, to have Mm. bleeding? Oh, uh, yes, completely. We always uh, warn people when you first start, in the first three to six months, there may well be irregular bleeding. And certainly when I started my HRT Mm. a few years ago, Mm. I had a lot of bleeding initially. And I thought, my goodness, this is what I warn people about. And then it's down it does and after an increase in dose you may get a little bit of a bleed as well yeah so that's important anytime Mm. a dose is changed especially Mm. increased all the progesterone's changed that's right you might get any change as well yes yeah what we always worry about as doctors if someone has bleeding that is constant and it's not associated with a recent change in hrt then we don't want to miss any obviously any disease from the lining of the womb yeah yeah. Um, some people have polyps or fibroids. Yes. Very few do will have cancer because, you know, yeah. cancer does occur. But it's very unlikely if someone's on HRT and they're taking it in the right way That's to have right. something serious, yeah. isn't it? Yes. In fact, I think it even decreases your risk of endometrial cancer overall because you are actually taking a progesterone than if you weren't on HRT. Yes, absolutely. So I think it's really important to know. We do sometimes see women who do have bleeding and mm. they've been on HRT for a few years and mm. they 
say they've had some bleeding. Um, sometimes it can be just, I saw someone the other day and she told me she had one episode of bleeding yeah. after having sexual intercourse, uh-huh. but she noticed she had quite a lot of vaginal dryness at yes. the time. Yes. And she went to see her doctor who got very worried sent her to the hospital she had a very distressing investigations and everything came back normal mm. but actually mm. when someone examined her they said oh you've got a lot of vaginal dryness mm. some vaginal atrophy so she really needed some other treatment some local vaginal estrogen yes. um, so it's very important to mm. if women do have some bleeding to have a, the right type of investigation and treatment that's um, right endometrial cancer so cancer of the lining of the womb usually called constant often quite heavy Heavy bleeding bleeding. so a woman that has an intermittent bleed especially a light bleed can hopefully feel reassured it's unlikely unlikely. but there are other reasons so it's very important that um, they have a proper examination that's right Um, to locate the source yes absolutely so it's really important i see a lot of women who have vaginal bleeding due to the vaginal atrophy the thinning of the vaginal walls the vessels become very fragile because there's no lubrication or or thickness to cover to, to protect, cover and protect it? yeah. So it's they're very easy to bleed and uh, yeah. And so um, I mentioned briefly vaginal estrogen. So you can have women can have estrogen as a mm. pessary or there's cream, mm. isn't there? Or a, a yeah, ring. They, they can be as a, a little pessary. You pop in with a, a tablet of estrogen mm. or a cream. A ring that goes in and stays for three months. But this isn't this gives, HRT. Is this it? is not HRT. This is called local estrogen, yes. and it's so safe. It doesn't have any risks at all because it just works locally. So in fact, no risk of clot, no risk of blood clot, no, no risk, risk of, of breast, breast cancer. cancer. What else could we think of? And what about else? women who've had? breast cancer a lot of women especially who've had estrogen receptor positive breast cancer mm, wouldn't mm. choose quite rightly first line to have systemic hrt but they can no. have vaginal estrogen can't they yes they can they can yes um, that's well known that it is perfectly safe to yes. have that because hardly anything nothing gets into the bloodstream no if you look at the graphs of the absorption the first four hours there's yes. a little bit of absorption into the body and then it, it's the same as placebo so there yes. isn't any systemic absorption into the body which is really important for women to know because vaginal dryness is so common it causes so much misery Mm. and pain not only from sexual intercourse which can be so uncomfortable that women can't have intercourse because it's too painful the burning feeling afterwards and it feels like daggers and sharp knives it's it's very uncomfortable or just day to day feeling sore and irritated more thrush because what happens the pH changes yeah. as we lose estrogen, so the overgrowth of thrush or bacterial vaginosis. Mm. So poor women are having all these sort of infections uh, due to the lack of estrogen, and it's something that can be so easily treated. Yes, and once women start treatment, they usually need to continue it in the long term. Yeah, so they yeah. don't just That's right. take it until they feel better. They they carry yeah. on, which is really important. And we mm. know around a fifth of women who use HRT mm. still have some vaginal symptoms and need to yeah. use. Yeah, that's right. So even though they're feeling well, systemic, what we call systemically, meaning in their whole body, they're sleeping well, their muscle pains have got better, etc. They can still have problems of vaginal dryness. And then we can use both. We can use the local estrogen very safely alongside the systemic HRT. 
um, and that's perfectly safe to do so. Which is good. And I must add that the insert, the patient information in products um, oh, with yes. a local oestrogen are wrong. completely incorrect. Completely. So when you mm. open your packet of a vaginal oestrogen pessary, for example, it will say risk of clot, risk of breast yeah. cancer, risk yeah. of goodness only knows what, but it's incorrect. Completely incorrect. So it's and it's, it's, it's really wrong that that should be there. Yes. Yeah. And then we mentioned testosterone, yep. which is a really important hormone for women as well as for men. Yet in the UK, it's not licensed, is it, for women to it's have. Not. So it's... how do women get testosterone? So there are several ways. In, in the NHS, we can use the male treatments uh, for testosterone, but at 10th of the dose. So it's a very um, low dose. So it's a very low yes. dose that we can use, but we use, have to use the male uh, equivalent. Also, privately, there is a cream called Androfem, which is made in Western Australia, mm. purely for women. And that's a cream that is applied to the outer thigh. And that's a nice way to give the testosterone. Yes. Um, so this comes as a pink cream. Yes, it is. The cream's white, but the tube yeah. is pink. Yeah. Yes, and it's a very it's a pea size of cream. It's very small amount, very small. isn't it? Yeah, that, that's yeah. given. And the MHRA, our regulatory authority body over here, allow us to prescribe it privately because we don't have a female alternative on that's the right. NHS to yeah. prescribe. Yeah, hoping that license will come because. Yeah. I'm sure you agree, but I think it's absolutely outrageous that women are denied their own hormone. um, Yes, completely. And it's licensed for men, but it's not licensed for women. It's it's really wrong. So, But it is important, if any of you listening who want to use testosterone, that you really see someone who's experienced in prescribing it. Yes, because there has to be an understanding of how to use it and how to monitor it. That's right. So we do blood tests as a baseline, and then we repeat them frequently to make sure that women stay within the female range of their blood tests. And we have seen various women who have had testosterone from other clinics and they've had no monitoring and we've done mm. the blood tests and their levels have been very high yeah, yeah so you just have to really be careful that you have it because it is safe if it's used in the right way Perfectly and monitored safe. yeah people really find don't they their libido it's improves. really helpful not just libido no. it's also their mood yes their concentration their memory yeah. the clarity of thought their energy yes it um, is. It, i that. always think it's an emotional energy and physical energy yes returns. yes yes um, not for everyone mm. so there's a lot of women who have low testosterone levels and they don't benefit from testosterone um, because there's clearly so many other reasons why we can be tired and apathetic but there is a significant proportion of women who do find that it benefits them but it can take six months sometimes to have an effect it's quite gradual isn't it yes once you're in the therapeutic range as well you've got to stay in there for six months then you can assess the the effects yes and there's more Mm. information about testosterone on my website as well as the other hormones as well and the testosterone is made from the yam good yes, old yam yeah, yes. <laughs> so again it's natural and it is body identical so it's the same structure so mm. just before we finish I just want to clarify for people that are listening the difference between body identical and bio-identical oh yes this, this comes all the time so just explain yes. the difference. So, so body identical is exactly how, as it sounds it matches the same hormones that we have in our body exactly the same chemical structure and the body identical hormones are regulated and approved by nice yes. guidance and international menopause societies however bioidentical are not approved not regulated no. they're a mixture of hormones they may be natural to a certain extent but they're mixed up yes. so you might have five hormones in a pill mm. and i don't know 
the concentration's not known of these no. hormones. The interactions aren't known about these hormones once within the body. Yes. And there's been no research done on any of these uh, so substances. So they're compounded, aren't they? They're, they're made... It, um, mm. Some of the marketing sounds very nice, doesn't mm. it? Because they mm. say they're individualised. Can be attractive, yes. Do your saliva or your blood test, they will mm. match. And it, mm. you know, it does mm. sound very good on paper, but mm. actually... Because there's no regulation, they're sold as a food supplement, aren't they? Yes, they are. So you could buy two lots a few weeks apart and they might be completely different contents, right? And they? That's right. The regulation, the standardisation is not robust at all. Yes. And there's no, there's, I'm not aware of any evidence that shows they're more beneficial for women than no. the regulated. No. I'd be worried about article. what the effects are because we just yes. simply don't know. Yeah, and we certainly have seen quite a few women in our clinic who have come from various other clinics offering these products and we've had quite awful results actually and we mm. do their blood tests mm. and their oestrogen levels are often very low. Yes. Sometimes the testosterone is very high or yeah. sometimes I've yes. seen... Quite a few women who've never even been given estrogen. Yeah, they've yeah. been only Just given, given testosterone or progesterone, yeah. which yes. and they give progesterone as a cream. Yeah. And if it's as a cream, it doesn't get absorbed properly, does it? It doesn't, and it won't be enough to protect the womb no. if you have estrogen as well. So, so that's quite dangerous. Really. It is. So again, there's a leaflet about this on my website. If you just put in the search "body identical," you'll see it. But if you are going to a private clinic, it's really mm. important to ask the source of the hormones. Are they regulated? Mm. Are they licensed? Obviously, testosterone is never going to be licensed if you get it at the moment in the UK for mm. women. Mm. But it needs to be a regulated product. It's, yeah, it's yeah. really important. Um, and if they're not, you need to question the source and, and also question yourself why you're spending probably a lot of money on yes, these products right. because they are yes. expensive, aren't they? Very expensive. Yeah, the, mm. the price of the blood tests yes. can be thousands. Yeah, and HRT is actually very cheap, isn't it? Testosterone mm. is more expensive mm. at the moment, but the actual oestrogen progesterone is less than £20 a month, isn't it? Mm, that's right. Um, so that's if right. you are spending more than that, you really should be questioning why you're doing yeah. it. Yeah. And then we take HRT to help our symptoms. Um, we've already said that once you stop taking HRT, there's an increased risk of various diseases. So when should we stop taking HRT? Well, there's no time limit, is there? This is the thing. Yes. So people have been brought up with this for five years and you have to come off it. That's not the case at no. all. You can carry on as long as the woman wants to carry on. Yes. It's the woman's choice. Yes. I think we should always have an annual review. Absolutely. And it's something you can discuss with your, your doctor mm. every year yes. uh, because your health changes and things can change. So there may need to be modifications mm. or different advice given. But in essence, if a woman wants to continue till she dies, that's her choice. Yeah. Um, and there's no time limit at all. Which is really important. Mm. I mean, the NICE guidelines are very clear that as long as mm. the benefits that way the risks we yes. continue taking it yes. and for most women the benefits such as reduced risk of all these diseases mm. outweigh any risk That's and right. not everyone who takes HRT has a risk of breast cancer we've already spoken about the different types of progesterones mm. um, women who have had a hysterectomy and only have estrogen actually some studies have shown they have a lower risk of breast cancer that's right that's right so it's really important if someone is saying because you're a certain age or you've been on it a certain length mm. of time mm. that you need to stop I think it's really important that women challenge that yes and they really must. question their healthcare professional why they're being mm. stopped 
something that has really important health benefits going forward. It has, you know, it looks after our bones and, and that's huge. You know, yeah. when you think one in two women over the age of 50 have osteoporosis yes. and how the frequency of a fractured hip, how common that is. Yes. And the result of a fractured hip in your 80s, a high risk of death, or if you do recover, 80% are dependent on others yeah. uh, and, and lose their independence. So it is planning. It's huge. You know, a lot of the work we do is about disease prevention. Mm. and about sort of planning ahead mm. preempting what might happen and anything yes. we can do to reduce that risk is got Completely. to be good yeah so thank you so much for giving up your saturday no, morning no, it's an absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. so just before we finish yeah. three take-home tips about hrt so hrt will help your systemic symptoms yeah. hrt will help your future health and there's no time limit for how long you can take hrt brilliant great advice as always thanks ever so absolutely. much rebecca thanks louise For more information about the menopause, please visit our website www.menopausedoctor.co.uk.